This episode is brought to you by Verizon. Hey everybody, Josh Lopresto, VP of Sales Engineering here at Tolaris. In this video series, we're going to do something different. You know, um, at Tolaris, we do a lot of trainings that teach you the technical portions of how to talk about products, how to build your business, how to have a go-to-market sales strategy. We've got a phenomenal biz dev team that, that builds all of that out. But today, we're going we're gonna to switch it up. We're going to go back and we're going to talk about some of the fundamentals about how do you get ready for that meeting, the real sales components of it. So um, we're going to talk about an example here where picture you've been in that meeting and you've you, you got this coveted meeting, you're excited to be there, you're, you're with maybe some board members, you're in the big room, maybe it's even virtual, but the point comes to you of, well, hey, we're not going to go into the detail about our background and our history and, and everybody's kind of roles and responsibilities. You did the research on us already before you got here, right? And the panic moment ensues and you're thinking, oh, how am I going to get out of this without having them know that I really didn't do any research? So we're going to make sure that that moment never happens. So as we walk you through this series of parking lot prep, we hope to get you ready on all the things that will help you build so that that never happens again. Welcome to Parking Lot Prep. So we've got to do some recon. Now you can do this maybe a day or two before, a couple days before. Either way, you want to refresh that, that night before the meeting or even when you're sitting here before you walk into this meeting. So you've got to figure out who are you going in to meet with? What is this company all about? We've got to do some homework. One of the best places I think to look that stuff up is on LinkedIn. Now you can look at LinkedIn, you can look at Facebook, you can look at Instagram, all these different places. However you look at it, however you can find people, since they, they might be in one or not in the other, is you've got to find them and just learn about that person. If this is your finance person, learn about where that person's worked, what their responsibilities have been at this company, what they've done previous to this. And you can kind of learn what's important to that person because that might be different at this organization versus the next organization. And if you, obviously, if you know who's going to be in that meeting, really spend your time doing your homework on those people. But if you don't know, just look at some of the top leadership at that company so you can have kind of an idea of what that company's got going. Another site that I like to look at is Crunchbase. So there's the, how do I do my recon on a company that is, is privately held versus how do I do my recon on a company that's publicly held? Now, privately held, obviously, it's harder because there's not a lot of information out there. But you stalk them on LinkedIn. You maybe look at the people on Facebook, like I mentioned before. Um, but there's another resource out there, Crunchbase.com. Crunchbase collects any kind of equity, funding, seed rounds, leaders, investors, things like that at the company. So you can kind of get an idea of, from a trajectory perspective, where this company is headed and what kind of funding they have. 
Now, if you look at a publicly traded company, lots and lots of wealth of information out there. So uh, you probably don't want to read about some of the things that I read about the financials that put people to sleep. But if you can find a quick look at an income statement or a balance sheet even, just look at trajectories. Look at the last couple quarters. What do the revenue lines look like? And what do the costs look like? And you just you, you can see where this company's going. If revenue was 50 million this quarter, 60 million, 70 million, you know, you see a trend, or is there a trend down? Then you know if you're gonna be walking into a story where somebody might be more interested in consolidating versus growing and expanding and making uh, you know OPEX or CapEx investments even. So you've really got to do your recon and figure out who you're meeting with. But regardless of when you do it, refresh it when you're sitting here in the car going through your phone uh, before you actually walk into there. Now, don't forget too, if you can't find it in any of those public sites, go to the company website as well. That's obviously another uh, a given. You can see the team there. Now, during the meeting, remember, when you get in there, your end goal is to restate why you're here. What you don't want to do is you don't want to just plow through, I've got an agenda, thanks for meeting me, let me tell you about why I'm awesome. They don't want to hear that. They want to know that you can address their concerns and add value. So take with what you know so far, Restate, hey, I understand Mike and Susie that we're here to talk about some technology consolidations that you're looking at for the next year or two and maybe how we can help figure out uh, if there's a way that we can augment that in those projects. Is that, is that right? Is that accurate? Did I miss anything? And just stop and listen, let them talk. That's probably some of the most beneficial times I've ever seen is when people will just pour out that information and tell you all their problems, right? You're the therapist at that point, but then you can cater and redirect your prezzo from there. Now, I'm going to share a story with you that maybe it'll lose me some credibility, maybe not. Um, but when I was starting in sales, uh, my first job out here was, was selling door-to-door vacuums. And so I'd, you know, I'd have my kid, I'm out there carrying my bags, and, and it was mostly me presenting to the, you know, the, the moms that were home with the little ones. And we had this, this, uh, this thing that we did where it was, okay, take your, your Bissell, your Hoover, go over this spot a hundred times. And then I'm going to go over it with ours because ours was so much better. We knew it was still going to pull dirt. So I'd go over it with mine and I'd pull this pad out and I'd look at the mom in the eyes and I'd say, oh my gosh, you see all the dirt that's on that pad? That's what your baby's crawling on. How does that make you feel? Was I a cheesy sales guy? Absolutely. But what do the questions do? The questions make the prospect restate that there's a problem and that they're recognizing that there is a problem. So if you can get them to talk about that, I'm a huge proponent in asking questions. And when I was starting out, my favorite book was a book called Power Questions by Andrew Sobel. This book, first of all, I have a really short attention span. So it's got really short chapters. That was the first thing that gravitated this, uh, me to this. But what it does is it, it tells a quick story. And there's 337 questions in here. And I think the first 200 are really key. Well, what they do is they teach you what happens when you ask a question and the emotion that it creates versus if you were to just steamroll over and not ever even ask that question again. And so I found this really, really helpful in learning how to ask questions and just listen. So hopefully you've watched this. Uh, stay tuned for the next few videos in the series, but uh, let's start to help make you feel a little more prepared.